0: Welcome to H.A.S.
1: But Yeah Take yeah. Take the 37 Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we started And there was a whole thing going And then I realized That I wasn't recording
2: No here's what it is It's a uh, Ben keeps missing his mark He keeps walking In front of the camera At random times It's the series. Yep, yep. <laughs> Oh we do record these uh, <laughs> Like videotaping Oh yeah we have a visual
1: there's actually a whole live studio audience here yeah. you can't hear them because they don't have microphones on them but
2: uh, also you can't hear them because we've uh taken out their laugh tracks
1: and if you want to yeah. see them subscribe to our OnlyFans. God damn it yeah we got oh God could y'all imagine a comedy podcast with a laugh track yeah <laughs> i would kill myself like i i know that there's some like npr shows that are performed live that have like a live audience that's fine but just a a comedy podcast with canned laughter i can't think of anything worse you know what
2: (laughs) i think should happen is i think this episode should be that podcast oh Oh, god no no. just like twice just like Mm. twice please please travis
0: just behind where Travis says, could you imagine a comedy podcast with the laugh trick, then just canned
1: and laugh. Then, ah, ha,
2: ha, ha, like from the nanny, like, uh. or no, the laughter from Big Bang Theory.
1: Uh. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like ca- classic canned laughter. I have a few of those. Like, a long, long time ago, I bought a disc of Stock Sound's. Uh, so I've got, I've got some canned laughter.
2: Okay. I mean, so you're saying is that we can make this dream come true.
1: Yeah, pretty much. The hell are
2: yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start singing again and then I was like, nope, I don't have a song, a song gag for this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna do it now. <laughs>
2: yes, 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 All right, well, this week is another edition of Things we Can't Let Go Of.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure we've done this type of episode like 10, maybe 50 times. So uh, for those of you who are new, welcome. Why are you here? Uh, This is the episode where we each talk about something we can't let go of. I didn't have to go into an explanation. It's pretty self-explanatory. Let's start. Travis, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. All right. Uh yeah, the thing that I've been stuck on is uh is this game called Orna. Go on O R N A. And it's basically a, uh, it's a real map RPG. Mm-hmm. So it's like Pokemon Go if it were a Final Fantasy game, hmm. because it uses the GPS map. Okay. And, uh, you walk around, and there's, like, enemies, and you can click on and have turn-based battles with them. You can walk around and find shops and, like, blacksmiths, and you grind for weapons and armor and experience and gold. And then you can also, uh, take over areas. Um, so, like, you can start a kingdom, and there's also, like, guilds, um... You can start a kingdom guild and start taking over areas, and the more areas your guild controls, the more powerful you are, stuff like that. You can do raids. There's, like, dungeon, like, basically, like, enemy boss runs and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Hmm.
2: Um, Travis, I'm literally downloading this game right now. It sounds so amazing.
1: Oh, it's super fun. Yeah.
2: Because <clears throat> that's always actually... what Pokemon Go has been lacking, is, you know, like, elves and shit, so. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's super cool there's a lot of there's a lot of cool like classes the uh the early game is super fun because you start out as a weak little dude and then you get up to like level fifty very quickly, or at least you do if you play every hour of every day because I have no job.
2: <laughs> You're just always walking around the woods, meeting traitors. But yeah,
1: it's, uh, do they have what?
2: Stock NPC lines?
1: Uh, not really. You've run into some NPCs, but they're more like quest givers. Okay. So, yeah, you'll run into an NPC and they're like, uh, I need you to get revenge for me. Go kill 20 bandits. Um. Uh, stuff like that.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm into that. Um, and then
1: it's, like, the NPC is generally around the same area that they always are, so, like, uh, you can find that NPC, like, say you go down to the store, and you see an NPC there, and you take a quest, mm-hmm. you you can go around and finish the quest, and then you have to go back to that place to talk to the NPC again, to turn it in.
2: Um, that sounds legitimately kind of fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. I, okay, so, a little sidebar, because your thing reminded me of it, so... I have a screen name at work that I use to talk to other people, and it's, you know, I didn't get to choose it. Like, it, I didn't, because if I did, my screen name would be like Arian the Librarian or Ari the Spy, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <clears throat> um, stuff that's like work appropriate, but also like fun and punny. Um, so my screen name is A R I K, so it's Eric, but it's. Eric? It's fantasy spelling eric (laughs) and so yesterday i was at work and i was like ah yes i am eric son of thornbar here to free the (laughs) realms of alderaan which is my noble steed windswift and my father's sword (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you have to make your own fun is what i'm saying you know what i mean these
0: quarantines you get to yeah fucking get to so
2: no, do I... Okay, I'm going to stop now. Um, that's my generic fantasy voice, though. Just my voice, but <laughs> <went> gravelly. <laughs> so, well, that... Yeah,
1: it's, it's super cool. Uh, eventually, you get to a point where you can join these factions, and there's, like... It's basically, like, earth, air, water, fire factions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can only join guilds of the faction that you are in. Okay. So, like, I'm actually in... A guild called Hyrule Knights It was uh, It's organized by oh. the people who put together The uh, the Legends cookbook
2: Okay mm. The nice. The
1: Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Like the Legend of Zelda inspired cookbook yeah. That uh, had a really cool awesome kickstarter <clears throat> And they're really great Um. So I'm in that guild But you, to join that guild you have to be With the uh, Water The Frozen Guard is what we're called Okay so
2: you seem like a very watery guy, to be honest. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
1: I'm real wishy-washy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
1: but yeah, that's what I've been stuck on.
2: I mean, now I'm going to be stuck on it because I've downloaded it already, and I'm gonna. My,
1: I, let me see.
2: My username will be Eric.
1: <laughs> I I want to uh let's see I I just want to like put into perspective. I think I started playing this oh maybe let me see I can like go I can go back somewhere and look so probably like August 4th I started playing this
2: okay
1: and I'm level 111 now
2: holy shit
1: oh but you you get up to level 50 really fast like the early game grind is super quick okay oh yeah well
2: that's good to know because i am i i feel like i do not have as much time to to play it but i will i will try i'll get good
1: yeah it's uh it's it's super fast to do because you have to get up to level 50 to be able to do certain stuff so the game like helps you get up there pretty quick
2: okay um can i go next yeah Yeah. all right uh the thing i can't let go of is thrillers
1: thrillers yep
2: this summer has been a real thriller in manila for me um nice i have been reading a bunch of thriller novels Mm. and i want to talk about today the one that i started just two days ago and i'm already almost done with it um and the reason why I picked it up is because they're making a Netflix adaptation of it. And I swear to God, I have watched this trailer like 10 times. Um, it's such a good trailer, but it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Ooh. And it is about this unnamed narrator who is driving with her boyfriend to go meet his parents for the first time. And the entire card, ride, She's like, I'm thinking of ending things." We have such a great connection. I'm attracted to him. He's super smart, but I'm thinking of ending things. And she just keeps like repeating that. She talks about this mysterious caller who's calling her from her own phone number and is like, you have to answer the question. Why haven't you answered the question yet? And then they get to his parents' house and weird things start happening. Like she sees a picture of a child and Jake says it's him, but it's actually her.
0: Well, I think and, I've seen this uh, advertised.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: I I think I've I've kind of like <clears throat> scrolled past the trailer once or twice. It is not because I wasn't interested in, the, in it, but because I was probably looking for something else.
2: Sure. Well, I would highly recommend watching the trailer. Like, there is an art to making movie trailers. Yeah. That I don't think we talk about enough, and this is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Like, if okay. <laughs> honestly, even if the movie is not as good, I'm like, you know what? the trailer was amazing <laughs> um nice it's got uh remus lupin in it oh, shit. oh. and uh tony collette uh they play the mom and dad
0: okay fine.
2: and then um the guy who plays jake is actually um an actor i've seen before but he's actually like a really good comedic actor and he uh hold on i'm gonna look him up real quick because he's he's really funny. Jesse Plemons is his name.
1: I've heard that name before.
2: Hmm. Um. Yeah. So he was in like Friday Night Lights. Um, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I l-
1: I just looked him up. I've seen that guy around.
2: Yeah. Um. He was in The Master. Uh, other people, which is really good. The Irishman. He's um he's a good actor. Oh, that dude. Oh, um. Uh, all right, so you know what
0: people call him? Because you're, you're talking about like the white dude with kind of blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. They call him Meth Damon. <laughs>
1: I can see that. He yeah. played Todd in Breaking Bad. That's yeah. what it
0: is. That's why they call him Meth Damon. Okay.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: I was about to say yeah. who the fuck calls him that, but that actually makes a lot of sense. The internet does. That is. Yeah. I would call him Meth Damon, too. Hey. I will say he is wearing a beard in the movie, and he's mm-hmm. looking pretty good. So keep that beard, nice. Mr. Jesse Clemens. Keep that beard. Um, But yeah, he's really good. I didn't see him in Breaking Bad, but I saw him in um, The Master, uh, Mm. which is an excellent movie if you haven't seen it. And then um, I saw him in Other People and also, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I've seen him in because I haven't watched The Irishman. I've just seen clips.
0: The Irishman is really good. It's fucking long, but it's good.
2: That's why I haven't watched it. Yeah. that's a fair
0: reason why not to watch it.
2: You know, that's such a weird thing cuz I will binge a television show that's mm. like hours long, but if yeah. a movie is more than 90 minutes to 2 hours, I'm like, god.
0: Well, the difference is <laughs> what the TV shows yeah, oh, breaks of episodes. That's yeah, true.
1: You know what? Cat has the same thing about movies. Like yeah. if we're 20 minutes into a movie and Cat is not like all about the movie, mm-hmm. it's she's done. Yeah. Done mm-hmm. with the movie.
2: Yeah. I think it's also just a pacing thing cuz I think you're right Ben. Episodes it's like they're split up. They're complete stories even if there's like an overarching story. Yeah. Um
1: well and some some episodes of TV obviously are like made to if it's not a complete story, it's made to hook you in for the complete story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I there's definitely a lot more uh attention seeking in television or like not attention seeking but like a lot of more a lot more gratification per episode yeah uh versus a movie which is like a slow burn especially yeah. for like a lot of indie movies these days which get to like two hours long
2: yeah and then it's like, just fucking, like okay can we wrap this shit up please <laughs> yeah like oh yeah.
1: man the the killing of a sacred deer yeah uh i don't know if y'all have watched that but i did and man it is it It's good, but it is like, oh man, it's gonna one of these days we'll get to the end,, yep. that's how the lobster was. It just took for fucking yeah, hey, days same director fine. Yeah. Yeah. same director you, oh, know,
2: yeah. you know what his movie wasn't like that though, the favorite, like, and I don't know if it was more of a comedy than the lobster, but his his um his movie, the favorite is like really funny, and it just kind of grabs you, and yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed I think The Lobster, too, but it, it took me a minute. To, it took me, like, a couple of sessions to watch it.
1: Yeah, I think the difference is that he didn't write The Favourite, and he did write The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay,
2: yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. Mm.
1: Um, but yeah, The Lobster, I thought it was done, and then it was only halfway
2: through. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh,
1: yeah, this movie's almost over, and I hit pause, dog. and it's like,
2: yeah. oh, my God! First of all, just turn into a fucking animal already, okay? If I have to watch this yeah. movie, you better be a goddamn <laughs> animal.
0: Fucking A. You go know,
2: ahead. I rewatched Here's the th- here's the thing that's kind of weird about it is sometimes when I go see movies and like if I'm going to a movie theater, I'm paying probably $20 to sit in that movie theater with a popcorn and a coke, you know? And yeah. so I've I've made an investment <laughs> yeah. into watching this movie, so clearly it's something I want to see in theaters as opposed to waiting until it like comes out you know on DVD or Netflix or whatever um it's, but when I get into the movie theater and like the lights start to go down and the trailers start playing sometimes I will get this feeling of just being like I hope this is over soon you know even if it's something I really want to see or get totally engrossed in I'm just like can we wrap this up now can we <laughs> maybe we should be done <laughs> I don't know it's weird Maybe it's because yeah. I know I'm going to have to sit for so long. I don't
0: know. That's probably what it is, because you probably some semblance of uh, being stuck. Yeah. That's why I ate my breakfast, which was a slice of pizza and uh, milk while standing, because I knew I was going to have to sit for this podcast for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I stood eating my cold slice of pizza, staring out the kitchen window like a widow, <laughs> whose husband had, has been lost in a war that he will never return from <laughs> you just
2: need to draw your shawl around you to keep out the cold. that's
0: what's hilarious I've been walking around with like my plaid shirts open because I want to feel touched <laughs> and I'll just wrap them over me <laughs> uh, the like thing, a shawl the
2: thing Ben can't let go of crippling loneliness <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: hey it was supposed to be a surprise <laughs>
2: You ever walk out to the English Moors, Ben, and just think you see the ghost of your dead husband, but actually it's the man from yesteryear.
0: It's the man that killed as, him. Yes, you
2: knew as a child.
0: Who's come to finish me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, Ben, what's the thing you can't let go of? Is it your crippling? Bad head? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so,
0: I started watching Super Mario 64 randomizers uh, just because I eventually watched all of the ones that the guy that did Ocarina of Time randomizers did ah. and I found this other dude his name's like 360 Crispum I think is his moniker on YouTube But so me and Travis were talking about it earlier and Travis you're right uh, Ocarina of Time randomizers and Zelda randomizers as a whole can be frustrating as hell but you didn't let me tell you how the Super Mario 64 randomizers work sometimes oh boy <laughs> so what is that like so the deal is for the smb 64 randomizer run that this dude did all of the keys you started with all the keys like uh, all of the locked doors open the only bowser you had to fight was the last one when you got 120 stars oh the deal was all of the coin placements all the like the yellow coins the red coins and the stars totally fucking random Within their, within their levels, of course. Like, you couldn't get, like, the red coin from one level for another or anything like that. But the entrances were what was randomized the hardest. Because you could uh, hop into any fucking level and it would take you to any one.
1: See, that's exactly what I would think of as a randomizer for, for Mario 64. Like, yeah. of course that's what... But can you... Does that mean you can just keep hopping in and out of the same painting or is it like, nope.
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's like a, a, like a river of levels that this guy had to do. And then, cause he was using a tracker on his laptop, but I couldn't see that for the stream that I was watching. Cause it was from like a uh, games done quick from a few years ago mm. and yeah, so he had to keep track of like this river of levels And he kept getting like the red hat levels, like the flying ones, and like having to like jump out of them or kill himself or like just quit the levels so he could get to another level that it would kick him to after that. And it was just mind boggling to watch, because when I first watched Ocarina of Time randomized, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I want to give this a shot." But I don't know if I played Super Mario sixty four enough to fucking know them like that hardcore. Like yeah, I definitely have not.
2: Yeah, I can't fucking... keep Mario games apart unless they're like the 3D games.
0: Oh, this is one of the 3D ones.
2: Oh, Mario 64 is.
0: Yeah, it's like the first 3D game.
2: Oh. Yeah. I don't know, but Mario like games, guys. <laughs>
0: that's fair. But like, uh, the like, uh, the King Bobomb from like the first painting that you normally hop in. Like, I think it's Bobomb's battlefield. Uh, he can spawn randomly. And he's, like, one of the few bosses that can be placed in weird spots. Which is kind of cool, because he had to uh. fight him, like, up, like, like a ramp. Which was kind of hilarious. Huh. But... But... Because he kept trying to do, like, 100 coin stars, because... I think the first goal was, like, 70 stars. And then they met, like, a uh, pledge bonus for, uh. like, the stream. And then they unlocked 120 stars. But between that and... I've been getting my own stream set up, which has been frustrating as hell, because <laughs> I can get it to work, but I don't know how to do any of the stream magic that they do, and huh. all the tutorials are weird. <laughs> Maybe I'm just technologically illiterate when it comes to things like these, and that's fine. That happens.
2: I... Oh. Honestly, randomizers sound like my hell.
0: <laughs> like you would probably, you would enjoy like maybe a Pokemon.
2: Sure, randomizer because I find Pokemon I those. to be incredibly boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a game, no offense. That's fine. I didn't know, know if Pokemons. you did or not. Yeah. I I was, those
0: hardcore Pokemon Pokemaniacs. I
2: I've, I've only completed one video, one Pokemon game actually, and it was Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> um and um, oh you
0: played like the most bare bones one
2: i mean that's probably that's fair yeah.
0: um
2: but my thing with let's go Eevee, and i remember complaining this about travis as i got midway through the game and i had to keep grinding my pokemon and i was just like jesus christ how many tall how much tall grass i'm gonna have to walk through
0: Yep. Did you not catch many Pokemon while you were playing?
2: Oh no, I caught a ton of Pokemon. But you know, eventually, mm. I mean, eventually, you just get to a point where you have like your core team, and they're varied enough to where, you know, you can pretty much beat any gym as long yeah. as you get them to a high enough level. And mm. the thing was is that like, event like my core team were just at such a high level that like, they would. You know,
0: not get a lot of XP from fights,
2: or they would get a ton of XP from fights. But they were so much higher than the rest of my Pokemon that I just didn't bother really grinding up any of my other that I caught. You know what I mean?
0: When you catch a bunch of Pokemon in that game, you get this stuff like candy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you can give that to Pokemon, and that can like supercharge. Oh yeah, and, and like level up real fast.
2: And I I did give them a lot of candy. I just yeah, I don't know. I also find the strategy of Pokemon. Fights to be really easy.
0: It is just like paper, rock, scissors with extra steps. Oh yeah. yeah. Like as yeah. long
2: as you know which type is strong against what type, you're mm. you're fine. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Um, you can beat pretty much any. Like I think the hardest fight I had was against Selena because I didn't have really any Pokemon that were strong against Psychic when I yeah. like went against her. So I lost the first battle and then I had to go find. I can't even remember what Pokemon is strong against Psychic anymore.
1: Bug or yeah. Ghost?
2: Okay, I think I had to go because I would not really, like, grinded any bug types because I find them gross. So, I I don't think they're cute. So, <laughs> I had to go find, like, a dark type and, like, get, like basically grind the shit out of that. Mm. I also hadn't really grinded any dark types because I also don't think they're cute, so.
0: <laughs> that sounds very fitting. Like, if I was going to pick like pokemon types for re it would probably be psychic fairy like maybe grass type and water type
2: oh my favorite pokemon is literally like eevee and all the eevee evolutions and if they had had the dark type eevee in that game that would have been like i tried i didn't know that you couldn't um make a dark type eevee and or like oh. a psychic type evie and so i literally <laughs> like searched for the stones you needed and i was just like where the fuck are these fucking rocks and then travis was like they don't exist in this game and i was like god damn it <laughs> 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 i wanted a full yeah. team of evie to get me through everything and that's not what happened so yeah
0: you like the later pokemon games like Anything after like Alpha Sapphire, yeah, or like X and Y, where there's like a lot more shit you have to keep track of. Oh yeah, that's when there's like a lot more strategy, but it also gets a lot more frustrating.
2: I mean, I'm I'm okay but, with being frustrated as long as like yeah. my brain's engaged. I guess. um Yeah, I feel you. I don't know. I also wish I could have it because I think Charmander and um, Squirtle and Bulbasaur are like the cutest. And I wish I could get them to a really high level without having them evolve because I do not like their evolutions. I think they Yeah. I think they get really press ugly.
0: <laughs> Just press B during evolutions.
2: Oh, you can you can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've learned something new today. You're welcome. Oh, Char- Charmander's all—he's I think out of the three like starter Pokémons, Charmander is like the cutest. In my opinion.
0: Out of like the three original, sure, that's yeah. fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone the knows Mudkips at the beginning of that chart. That's a funny way to pronounce Cyndaquil <laughs> Actually, my my actual opinion is Torchic, but
2: oh my god, Torchic is so cute.
1: Torchic is cute,
2: but it's not an original one, has, right?
1: No, that's like a Gen Three.
2: Okay, Ruby. Yep. Um. Yeah, I also think the little Gecko Leaf Boy is cute.
1: Yeah, Trico. Oh, that's the same generation. Yep.
2: Yeah, I think whenever I um, I did play Ruby, and whenever I started that game, I would always pick Trico because I thought he was really. I liked his grumpy little face. We should have like a like a bout where we're like, who's the cutest Pokemon? Or,
0: well, like a Brian David Gilbert episode of us just like fighting via video chat over the cutest Pokemon, and yeah. we're actually like we're having like. <laughs> Like it's like we should like start filibustering each other like we're fucking Congress or something.
2: As, if the court will allow, I hope that Pikachu is the Pikachu is fucking adorable though. I am down for
0: this, and I think we should do this.
2: <laughs> I'll have to learn more Pokemon because I don't know anyone past the Gen ones. So I didn't even know Gen one was called Gen one. <laughs> I thought it was just the first batch the first batch the first batch. the fuck (laughs) i mean look in my version of pokemon lore they were created in a lab okay i don't care what you say somebody took a bunch of regular animals and then combined them a la like the third episode of full metal alchemist (laughs) legitimately i
0: think there's like four and this is on my now limited knowledge of pokemon yeah i think there's only like four that were created in a lab which are like mewtwo and then the various like porygons
1: yeah yeah uh mewtwo and porygons are definitely man-made i don't know of any others that are you could make the case that
0: muck and uh
1: grimer are man-made because they just spawn (laughs) from like shit right yeah they're oh and uh garbador yeah, that's fair. The, the, the garbage, garbage guys. I mean, the, yeah. the
2: souls of Pokemon who have died, who even in death are not allowed their rest from battle.
0: <laughs> oh, no, Muck and... Uh, I keep wanting to call them cum just for the joke. But, uh. um, but no, uh, Grimer and Muck spawned from, like, a lot of, like nuclear waste or like toxic waste yeah they're water. like sludge
1: they're like sewage water
0: yeah and then garbodor and whatever the hell the other one is they spawn from just excess trash
2: i'm sorry are you telling me that a nuclear bomb has gone off in the pokemon universe
0: no they have like nuclear power and okay. thus have nuclear waste mm-hmm. okay
2: okay that makes sense yeah wait so if this he's... isn't like
0: fucking Charles Barkley shut up and jam, uh shut up and jam Gaiden where like a nuclear like <laughs> basketball dunk has destroyed the world into a future dystopia
2: okay I only understood half the words you just said that's why I said it like that because it was going to be really funny to me
0: and Travis <laughs> and maybe six other people who know what I'm talking about <laughs> which is a sequel to Space Jam but any bedoosal <laughs> I'm
2: sorry okay anyways I'm um, my processing core is going to have to address that at a later date, so we're going to go ahead and move on. <laughs> Travis?
1: Oh, wait, wait. I, I have a little postscript to what I'm stuck on. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been watching through Oranges in the New Black for the first time, because mm-hmm. I just, I totally slept on it, and by that I mean I literally fell asleep during the first episode, Girl, the same. very first time I tried to watch it. Um, Because it was originally pitched to me as a comedy, and when it wasn't jokes a minute, I was just like, ah, nah, eh. And then I realized, oh, it's actually, like, a drama with a lot of jokes. And it's really good. I'm in season three, and I'm enjoying it.
2: Funny how, like, genre being, like, having the wrong expectations of a show can absolutely change your enjoyment of it.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. That's, that's happened to me with, like, BoJack Horseman, like, the first eight times I tried to watch that fucking show. I hated <laughs> the absolute <laughs> fuck out of that fucking show. Yeah. And then it made me cry.
2: Yeah. Because
0: of shit that happened.
2: I think the episode that made me love BoJack Horseman was the first season when he, like, goes through that, like, hallucinogenic thing. I don't remember yeah. the episode very well.
0: Same. Okay. Like the the moment that sold it to me is like when he goes jogging and then the monkey like bends over him and he's like, Sucks, doesn't it? And Bojack's like, Does it ever get easier? he's <laughs> like, nah, man. But it does get like a little less hard each time you do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. I think I think it's time to stop talking about other episodes of television and start talking about <laughs> Supernatural's episode. Of yeah.
1: College. Wait,
0: this isn't a BoJack Horseman podcast. I've been a fool.
2: <laughs> You've been betrayed. Um Travis, this episode uh-huh. is called Shut Up, Dr. Phil. What's it about?
1: Shut Up, Dr. Phil. Uh well, last episode I went on my rant about how <clears throat> Dr. Phil um Needs to like, shut up. Puts, well, he needs to shut up and stop putting people with really bad opinions and fake science on his platform and give them a voice because that's very dangerous and really awful. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, I think psychics should be banned from TV. And Dr. Phil has had a lot of psychics on his. Oh yeah, his psychics show.
1: and uh, crash diet people.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. that's true.
1: Um. So, oh, 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 I got it. Okay. Sam and Dean are investigating the murder of someone and it turns out that their the cause of death wasn't due to anything supernatural it's just that they believed in so many crash diet pseudoscience essential oil fads that they fucking died because they didn't believe in fucking medicine
2: okay you know what, that's a good, yeah. that's that's good, Travis. That's one of the yeah, best episode a, predictions I think you've ever done.
0: Yeah, as a person who's done numerous crash diets, that's right on
2: point. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, y'all, slow and steady wins the race. And I know I'm saying that as a fat person, but I have lost, like, a good amount of weight, so and trust me or whatever, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Listen to your doctor. I'm going to shut up now. Okay. <laughs> Believe in medicine, goddammit. Yeah.
0: Believe in the heart of the cards. Yeah.
2: Uh I don't know if that happens, Travis, but I sure should hope it does. Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah.
2: Woo.
1: And we're back. Yeah. Um this, y'all, this episode (laughs) oh, it's everything I want it's, it's like oh, I I just shut up, you loved it
0: (laughs) Uh, did I
2: though? Okay.
0: this is one of those episodes that like really encapsulates or encapsulates what Supernatural is, which is very full of itself for like 15 minutes, and then just hilarious for the rest of the time
2: i okay you share your opinions first travis and then i'll tell you why you're wrong so
1: okay i'm kidding I'm of course
2: <laughs> no one's opinions are wrong except for like we don't need to wear a mask or whatever yeah like that's yeah the... <laughs> i agree with dr phil like those are the... wrong opinions so
1: <laughs> it actually took me until right when you asked me what the episode like when i was about to start doing a prediction. <clears throat> I paused for so long because I actually realized what I like I realized where the title came from <laughs> like why it was because I was like why is it called Shut Up Dr. Phil oh yeah because of that thing at the end
2: Oh but
1: yeah. um uh oh yeah so this episode it was like pretty good as a whole but like when you get down into the nitty gritty like um fucking the Starks yeah. They were they just like reading off a of cue cards the whole time? <laughs> Probably. I don't they, know
2: what you are talking about. <laughs> you do fucking, know that this is a buffy reunion, right? Is this what it is that what it is? Oh my god. I mean it's not. There but the two the Starks are played by um Don Stark is played by James Marsters, who was Spike. And then uh Maggie Stark is played by I don't know her name. Yet, I'm looking it up. Uh, Charisma Carpenter, who played Cordelia in Buffy, and I mean, I've an
1: literally, angel. I've seen absolutely <laughs> zero episodes of Buffy. So,
2: okay, well, let me just tell you, um, Cordelia and uh, Spike are two of the best characters. Okay, Cordelia is like she starts the show as like this, like stereotypical like bitch teenager like character, right? And then she just gets involved in, like, everything. And then she goes on to be an angel, and she's great. And then Spike is a vampire who also starts out evil, also is one of the characters who was only supposed to be in the show for, like, five episodes and was so popular, they just kept him. And then he gets, like, a, a human soul and, like, is good but struggles with it? I don't know. It's, it's an excellent—he's excellent. So— <clears throat> also spiking Buffy forever i don't care that the relationship is problematic i still love it okay anyways so
1: yeah but like i don't know just the way that specifically her but both of them at some points the way they were delivering their lines yeah it was just like it was like i don't know if that was the only good take they had
2: honestly they but it was
1: like it was rough
2: yeah I mean, I see what you're saying. And there were a couple of other characters who had some line reads that I was like, this is a choice. Why did you make this choice? Like, um, Jensen Ackles had some line reads, and I get the feeling that in the script they were supposed to be jokes, but the way he acted them, they sounded way more bitter and shitty. And I was just like, what? Yeah. What is well, this?
0: That's the beginning states of alcoholism for Dean's character, I think. Oh,
2: we're going to talk about that, actually. (laughs) Because I actually... Okay, so... I feel like a lot of the criticisms I have about Dean's character are um, his alcohol... like Everything to do with his alcoholism in a microcosm. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is where fanfic comes in and fixes canon. Because... (laughs) (laughs) um, I've actually seen... Uh, fix that better that deal with this better so dean the episode starts with dean like having flashback dreams to like everything he's worried about um
0: yeah but like they're fucking like what is it called like like something wave like neon wave or like some shit from like the 80s you know i'm talking about the weird filter on the flashbacks is what i'm getting at uh, why did we need that
2: yeah that's fair (laughs) they're like yeah so he like sees sam like shooting at nothing and he sees um amy for a second right and she's got her little Mm. like fox eyes going on or whatever and um he wakes up and he immediately starts drinking so dean's an alcoholic at this point
1: oh absolutely
2: um okay How do I say this without spoiling too much for Travis? Mm. They've set up Dean's alcoholism, right? Yes. What's the payoff?
1: The payoff?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The payoff for Dean's alcoholism?
2: Right. If we want this to be a positive moment of character development, what's, what's the payoff Of Dean's alcoholism. Like, how would we, the viewer, expect Dean to deal with it?
1: Uh you get a little mention
2: in this episode that, you know, Sam is like, really, man, a flask, because he's like drinking from a flask throughout the day. Right. It's very clear, because Dean has always used alcohol to blow off steam he's mm-hmm. always he's always been that guy but this is the first time and he's definitely used alcohol to deal with like emotional damage that you know in a normal situation we would be like get a therapist <laughs> um yeah but
1: like but he is he's like drinking on the job basically yeah
2: and this is really the first time we've seen him you know need alcohol to get through the day this is full-blown mm. alcoholism this is This is... He needs to go to, like, AA or something, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, like, Supernatural AA. I don't fucking know. But the point is, is that in a normal situation... Like, if I were watching another television show and I saw a character be an alcoholic, but ultimately I knew that they were supposed to be a good guy, I guess what I want you to keep in mind, Travis, is how would that normally be resolved? (laughs)
1: Oh, God. How
2: would this be addressed Um, by the other characters?
1: I'm trying to think about how it was addressed in West Wing, because I know that that was a thing with Leo McGarry in West Wing, that he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I'll tell you how it was addressed in West Wing. He quit drinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there were real consequences for his alcoholism. Like, it almost um, destroyed, uh, I think it was Bartlett's chances of being reelected yes because he got so drunk and he he was also addicted to pills but spoilers for the west wing i guess i don't that show is so old so um
1: uh, oh what was i going to say so i'm guessing that i feel like there's not going to be a payoff like it's just going to be a thing and then it's either just going to go away magically or it'll be such a bad payoff that it won't even feel like a payoff.
2: I mean, hmm. I I don't... I, ben, do hmm. you have a... Because I'll tell you right now, I'm in season 13. And uh, I actually started watching Supernatural again. And... Um,
1: like, again, again, or just at season 13? Oh,
2: at season 13. I, like, took a break oh, okay. to watch Hannibal and some other stuff. But now I'm back. Gotcha. Now I'm back on that bullshit and... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just took me too long to get through seasons 8 through 11, so I don't really ever remember them addressing teens' alcoholism.
0: Oh, there's a lot to unpack in those seasons.
2: Yeah. But we should just burn the whole suitcase instead. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> probably. Fortunately, we won't tune in next season. <laughs> um, but yeah, I we'll we'll talk about it more when we get there. But okay. needless to say, Dean's alcoholism has been set up thoroughly in this episode. Oh yes. Um, we he's he's there. All right, this is the the B plot. The B-plot is Sam keeps trying to talk, get Dean to talk about his feelings, and Dean's just like, I won't tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, Sam has decided to... One of Sam's things is he's decided to, like, exercise his mental illness away.
1: He's literally running from it. Yeah. Literally running away from mental illness. He <laughs> is.
2: He's running away from <laughs> Lucifer. And Dean mentions that Sam is like, he's on this new, you health kick where he's, like, managing... Lucifer hallucinations by you know, eating well or whatever and um, probably taking some supplements, who knows Um, it reminded me of those memes that's like these are chemicals, this is the cure to mental illness and like the second picture shows like a forest (laughs) Yeah. you know, go out in the woods, commune with your hallucinations and then you'll accept them (laughs) uh, as part of you or whatever Uh, I mean like I don't know.
1: I was I was goofing on running away from mental illness. But there is something to be said about like taking care of yourself and staying healthy.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I a mean...
1: a healthy a healthy body helps a healthy brain, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh god, I just dropped my mic. Oh god. <laughs> it just fell over.
1: But um <laughs>
2: Okay, we're good now. I think. Well
1: yeah, I, I really feel like like that is one way to look at it. <clears throat> I think in this situation I feel like it is kind of symbolic of Sam also trying to like run from his problems yeah but in a more at least a slightly more healthy way than Dean
2: oh yeah 100% I will say okay um there is this amazing moment where uh Dean is like it seems like you need Is like, are we cool? What's happening? Like, and Dean's like, yeah, we're cool. Everything's fine. And Sam just goes, yeah, okay. And Dean's like, don't say, yeah, okay, like that. And then Sam walks into the other room and says, yeah, okay. And I was like, Sam, you are the younger brother. (laughs) That was such a younger brother thing. I can't even handle it. That that moment goes into one of those YouTube compilations that's like, Sam being the younger brother for eight minutes and 45 seconds. (laughs) Like, um okay so uh oh also i want to talk about real quick before we get into like the meat of the episode the cold open for this episode is a woman's brain getting fried to death by a hair dryer in a salon
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah which was just their <laughs> final destination
2: oh yeah we have talked about in like we spent a lot of season six being like god damn all these deaths are like we hear growling noises off screen, and then we see a guy in a car, and then he screams. And then there's a blood splatter, like cut to blood splatter. Yeah. Uh, this episode steps it the fuck up.
1: It really <laughs> does.
2: I think, yeah. There's I
1: mean, a lot of pretty good deaths in this episode, Oh, actually. yeah.
2: <clears throat> All right. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's talk a little more... Um, Talk to me a little bit more about why you didn't like the episode outside of, like, Don and Maggie's um, lackluster line reads.
1: I, um... Well, at the beginning of, like, or not, like, towards the beginning of the episode, there was a little Leviathan tease. Yes. And I wanted him to be in it more.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: Like, I'm just, I'm ready for more Leviathans. This is what, like, the third...
2: Oh, buddy, I've got good news for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: grab your ankles, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your socks. Yep.
2: <laughs> you might want to put on some sock guards, because the next episode's going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs>
1: um, but I do like... Um, I don't know. It, it's like, I just didn't like the the pacing of this episode mm-hmm. and like how it was all kind of put together. But, like, the um the whole, like, witches, the witch couple that have been together for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and they, like, <laughs> hash it out with little witch battles.
2: See, that's why I, I loved thought, this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that
1: was hilarious.
2: Oh, yeah. I think... Because I agree, Travis, this episode is by no means perfect, but the things I love about it outweigh the things I dislike. Yeah. And this That's is one I'm of at. my favorite Supernatural episodes ever.
0: <laughs> um, That's a bit of a stretch for me, but I can dig it. Oh, yeah. man.
2: I mean, also, I just that buffy nostalgia is a big part of it for me, I'll, I'll admit. Mm. Um. Oh, man. I, I also feel like Sam and Dean kind of took a back seat this episode. Like, it really was Maggie and Don hashing out their shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Ben, what did you think?
0: <laughs> I think me and you appreciate this episode because this isn't our first Modeo, if you will.
2: Ah, yes. I see what you're saying. And
0: Travis is, like, he got a nice ball tickling from the leviathans (laughs) at the start of the season and he's like where the fuck are these motherfuckers yeah but me and you know the beats me and you know what's coming and we're enjoying the ride i've got
1: i've got leviathan blue balls over here
0: yeah Yeah. exactly
2: (laughs) exactly so maybe if like um we had seen like more leviathan before this point i will say one of the things that does bug me about this season, and I didn't notice it until we're watching it now, is I feel like there are some episodes that are fine episodes on their own, but are mm. placed weird in the episode list.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah. like,
2: I feel like last episode should not have been episode three. I feel like it should have been episode, I don't know, like... Nineteen? Eight, nine. Yeah. You know? Like,
0: way further down the line. Mm-hmm.
2: Because I can see, like, a... <sighs> Even though I hate the Amy thing, if the Amy thing had been, I don't know, better set up or more gray, you know what I mean? Like.
0: If it had been more gray and if it had been kind of built up a little bit more, I guess.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't mind mm -hmm. having the. Amy episode be the second episode of the, or the third episode, excuse me, of the season. Yeah. Again, I keep being like, the first episode is um, the second (laughs) episode. The last episode of season six was the first episode. Um, Yeah, I can, I don't mind the Amy episode being episode three, but I feel like episode four should have been eight or nine. And if I didn't hate the Amy plotline so much, I would be fine with it being the main thing we deal with in the mid-season finale. Yeah. You know, where, like, Sam finds out right around then. Hmm. But they would have to retool the entire Amy thing to get me to like it. <laughs> so.
0: Well, we've been saying this for a while, but I feel like <clears throat> season six really threw a wrench in how things were done and are done in the show. Yeah. And I think we're still kind of dealing with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, season six was plagued with pacing and episode issues. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially from going from, like, season five to season six to season seven. Yeah. Where it was like, season five, it was getting everything you wanted all the time. Yeah. And then season six was getting nothing Have it, it was it was like that insurance commercial with the old man with the dollar on the fishing hook yes except instead of a dollar it's like a thousand dollars or maybe a piece of pie
2: yeah well, i feel like like what we wanted out of season six was more civil war less yes. dealing with monster bullshit and mm-hmm. travis if you're worried that you're just like oh, man, these Leviathans, can't wait to see more of them. Like, don't worry, Ben. <laughs> it's, you're going to get what you want. <laughs> Maybe a little too much of what you want. I don't know. Oh, Be careful man. what you wish for. I, but... I
0: bet Travis feels <coughs> like, you know, when, like, a group of friends has been to, like, this new restaurant, mm-hmm. like, a, a, like, a bunch of times, and they know all the beats and they all turn... They know what to look forward to. Yeah, they know what the then, appetizers you are You have been there best. before. Yeah, but the stuff is like taking forever to come out. Yeah, and you're smelling all these smells. You're seeing all these sights. You see this little girl like across the aisle with like this delicious burger, and you're like, "That's what I ordered. Why did she get in it first? Yeah, you know, you're just feeling like frustrated. You just want it so fucking bad, yeah, and I, I get understand.
2: That. You don't, yeah. you don't enjoy the aperitifs because you want that entree
0: yeah I thought you were going to say a pair of
2: tases um you know what um one of our mutual favorite youtubers H Bomber Guy, says never to mm. use food members at food metaphors in reviewing and we use food metaphors all the fucking time so what I'm saying is I feel like they work for us we're trash <laughs> critics and they should never be should never be taken seriously <laughs> well I'm not using like I don't know No, I get what you're saying. Don't... No, I love the food metaphors, Ben. Keep them coming. I also do the food metaphors. (laughs) Like, Travis Uh, also, also does the food metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) We even have
0: guests that do food metaphors. So,
2: one of the things that I love about this episode is even down to the concept. Like, I just find the concept of, like, there's this witch couple that love each other, but every once in a while, they get into a marital spat. (laughs) And then it's a problem for everyone. I find that hilarious. Um, I love how this episode is resolved. I mean, it's super cheesy, but like Sam and Dean being like, let's have a marriage counseling episode.
0: Um, This was like the first time the show really leaned into what like one of the founding uh, things that wanted to reference was, which is Constantine.
2: Yeah. You know, having
0: to solve conflicts with your mouth and not, like, a gun or a blade or anything.
2: This episode made me feel extremely nostalgic, actually. Not just for mm. Buffy, but also for, like, season two, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, do you remember, like, the Monster of the Week episodes of, like, season one and two? Which I know a lot of them were pretty boring, but... Um, where, like, the A-plot fits so perfectly into the B-plot and was a mirror of, like, whatever emotional issues Sam and Dean were going through at the time. Yeah, yeah this episode nailed that. hmm Um... And there's a lot of little funny moments, too, like, when Bobby is giving, uh, Dean the... the recipe to kill... to kill Maggie... And he's like, no, I don't need to write it down. I'll remember it. And then Bobby just keeps going. And he's like, Sam, write it down. (laughs) And then as Sam is writing it down, Bobby's, Dean's like, can you repeat that? No, I don't need to write it down. And I was just like, that is such a little thing, but I find it hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I
1: really liked Bobby's, even though we never saw uh, Jim Beaver this episode, I liked Bobby's presence in the episode. Yeah. Like... (laughs) Like when he goofs on Dean When Bobby calls When Dean calls him he's like Bobby it's Dean <laughs> Dean Winchester <Yes. laughs> Like that was, that was a good little goof
2: Yeah Dude, What do you mean Dean? What other Deans do you know? Who else is calling you named Dean And has my voice? Uh. Um, I was also I also felt really nostalgic Sam like Talks to Maggie For the first time Outside of the house I got this weird feeling of like, do you remember standing close to people without a mask on in the rain? <laughs> like, you know, back in the before times when we roll out to be within yet, six uh, feet of six feet of other people and not wear a face covering. The olden days. <laughs> um Oh, that's all I have to say about this episode. Just kidding. <laughs> what was y'all's favorite, uh, like, which final destination moment? Uh,
1: I Well, I liked the nail gun thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That was pretty rad.
1: Oh, but I was also, I liked the cupcake thing, but I was a little misled by it. Until she starts going, like, the heart isn't, the, there was hearts in my cupcakes. Mm. Like, I didn't understand that that's what it was. I thought she, I thought when she bit into the cupcake, I thought the cupcake had, like, bitten back and pulled her tongue out. Yeah, I Ooh. can
2: totally understand. Because she starts that's, vomiting That's what I blood. thought would have happened. Yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. I I thought that would have been very cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, what the other thing that happened, it was also cool and gross, but it was like, eh.
2: I think on the first watch, I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Um, I will say on the second rewatch, the cupcake thing is my absolute favorite. I think it's so cool how she like took a bite of her cupcake and bit into her own heart. I think that's very creative. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I don't think I got it either the first time I watched it. I was oh wait, was it her own heart? Oh yeah, that's why she started like, yeah.
1: You know. oh okay so that's why I she see. started
2: going into like cardiac arrest it wasn't just because she bit into a heart and that poisons you automatically um
0: it's not like a brain yeah, yeah.
2: uh gotcha um i also like that she survived that's jenny don's assistant and yeah
0: um yeah, hey, can we call this episode donnie and mags
2: donnie and mags
0: yeah like ronnie and mags
2: okay i was like what is that a reference to it makes sense now it makes it all comes together um yeah i liked and i liked the fact that don and and jenny didn't fuck yeah Yeah. i liked that yeah i liked how offended jenny was (laughs) because sam and dean save her sam shoots the coin (laughs)
1: yeah that was real silly
2: yeah because maggie's leaving coins and that's why people are dying
1: yeah because you you need uh you need like a a physical item there to it's basically like the hex bag or something
2: oh man i literally grimaced when like the nail gun guy was killed yeah. The deaths in this episode, one of the reason I like them so much is that they were incredibly painful to watch cuz they spent the time to build up the tension. Yes. Like we knew what was happening, but these deaths were slow and painful.
1: Yeah, cuz mm. it wasn't even like at first I thought it was going to be okay, bam, nail right like bam bam nails right through the eyes or something, but no, it was like Get nailed to the wall and then nails through the head, in a, like
2: in a porta potty. Yeah, the dude died on the toilet. Uh, it's, I thought it's the worst toilet to die on. Yeah,
0: it's in something called what, what, like BM Movers?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, bm something. Yeah, I thought that was a hilarious name for a porta potty company. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right.
2: Shit, BM Movers, bow That was pretty movers. good. <laughs> 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 Move your bowel movements here. Oh, God, that's a sacred time. Oh, Maggie. That is rude. Oh, God, and the first death, the little, like, the real estate agent who Don actually was sleeping with, Wendy, was her name, which is also my mom's name, so I was like, <laughs> the entire episode. Um, but uh, when... Wendy was dying, it's not just like she gets electrocuted by the hairdryer. She spends a couple minutes um, screaming for her life and no oh, one can yeah. hear her.
1: Because it's like, it's getting hotter and hotter yeah. and hotter and she can't touch it to like push it up or anything.
2: Yeah. And it is. And, and she tries to like slide out from under it, but the magic pulls her back up and it was... <laughs>
0: well, that was very reminiscent to the fucking... Uh, tanning bed from Final Destination 3. Yeah. because like, a giant like piece of... I think it's like a kayak or something falls on top of it.
1: Uh. And yeah, like and then she's the trapped in there me. and gets roasted alive or something. God,
2: yeah. okay. Hey, anyone who's out there who's, like, planning on murdering me, if you could do me the favor of not killing me in any of those ways, that would be great. I mean, um, I don't if you... I don't know how you would put my heart in a cupcake without already murdering me, but, like... <laughs> If you found a way, I really don't want to bite into my own heart before I die, please and thank you.
1: <laughs> if you die in a tanning salon, you're basically already in a coffin.
2: <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> God, your family gets to save on the funeral by <laughs> just burying you in the tanning bed. <laughs> ah. oh, congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry your daughter died, but at least you get to save a couple grand. <laughs> on the coffin she's already (laughs) mostly cremated just finished the job yeah oh god when they pulled the hairdryer off of wendy like her skull had fused to the top of it yeah oh god okay so when we say hairdryer we mean the like the the hive shaped ones
1: yeah The salon hair dryer that goes over your head and makes you look like you're...
2: In a beehive. Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. They're specifically for, like, baking your highlights in, which is what Maggie Mm -hmm. was getting done. She was getting her blonde hair, you know, re-upped. Which a lot of blondes have to do. Because they're not actually blonde. They're dirty blonde. Anyways, (laughs) I'm not bitter about it. Okay, so... um. But, yeah, I mean, just, like, this is the first time in a while the deaths in the episode have been, like, I mean, pardon the pun, killer. (laughs) Ah. So, really enjoyed it. I think my second favorite death is the only one that Dawn kills, actually. And, um, so, Maggie, oh, my God, we have to talk about the art. The
1: art was really good, and I did, like, that death, too.
2: yeah. Um, The art itself was hideous Yeah (laughs) I I got like Really taken out of the episode By how ugly this art was And I was like They were painted by Maggie herself And I was like Maggie girl You do not need an art show for this You need to go back to painting class Um.
1: It kind of reminded me of the um, There are those pictures Of the renaissance cats
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: But they're actually... Those aren't actually, like, from the Renaissance. They're just, like...
2: Oh, my God. They're pretty
1: modern paintings in a Renaissance style. Uh,
2: Supernatural fan theory. Maggie painted all the Renaissance cats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maggie is actually, um... Bosh. (laughs) 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 Did you... I liked... Sorry, we're going to go back and talk about the art gallery more, but I liked the little moment when Maggie and Don are like, you slept with other people, and uh, Don's like, what about 1492? And Maggie's like, that guy was about to set sail. He could have fallen off the edge of the earth. (laughs) And I was like, Maggie gets fucked Christopher Columbus?
1: That was pretty good. (laughs)
2: Yeah. You're the woman I never want to grow old with. Adorable. (laughs) oh um but yeah this art gallery so maggie has a friend named pam and um wait is her name pam
1: i don't know it's this
2: bitch's fucking name
1: her name is i'm about to die soon
2: yeah Yeah. her name is hello my name is blank and i'm gonna live forever (laughs) yeah (laughs) just to bring that back
1: i need to look her name is uh oh like how you say it for the old um collect call thing I'm about
2: to die soon (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay supernatural shut up doctor cold
0: that's cool I found this horror manga Facebook and so while you're looking that up I'm just looking for new ones to read later
2: (laughs) oh her name is Sue
1: ah yeah.
2: Sue. And Sue has been in Horns and Stargate Atlantis and Eureka. Ah. Sue looks like Discount Dr. Cuddy from House. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. I could see yeah. that. Are James Marsters and Charisma Carpenter married? I'm going to look that up real quick. James Marsters that's the whole music oh my god James Marsters was Zamasu in Dragon Ball Super get the fuck out of here oh my god James Mercers was in PS I Love You who the fuck did he play in that movie that we have definitely watched he is not Damn. okay i'm gonna stop doing that now um yes yeah. yeah
0: if we do it enough we might get like i don't know
2: copyright infringement or something i don't know,
1: I don't know. if that is copyrighted i don't know either i guess hey, 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 either way it's probably fair use
2: we'll never find out oh my god sorry one of the goose for the episode is um nail guns seemed to shoot a mix of regular hammered nails with flatheads and smooth nails with no heads. A nail gun cannot do this. It was magic. <laughs> IMDb. yeah <laughs> hey you know what nail guns also can't do um start up without a generator uh, floating in the air and shoot itself at yeah. people so that they go through their fucking eyes
1: yeah and if yet... you're really gonna get in the nitty gritty of all that yeah nail guns can't shoot unless there's pressure being put on the tip
2: yep which requires <laughs> some fact, human, you can human force actually, uh, or some other force
0: you can modify nail guns to shoot nails without that tip
1: oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. i mean so like where our our house is being built, and we went out there, and right now, like the walls are going up, so there is nail guns around. And Cad's dad was just like, "Check this out!" And he <laughs> pushes it like against a two by four, but to where it would like shoot in the dirt, and he just goes like, "Pap pap, pap <laughs> and like stabs a beer can three times. I was just very like, really dead thing. Yeah
0: let me show you some real dangerous yeah. don't ever try this mm-hmm.
1: one of them ricocheted it was like oh god
0: again super dad mm-hmm. thing.
2: I just I'm sorry I'm so amused I mean like um actually nail guns can't shoot two different types of nails like <laughs> who the fuck is going through these supernatural episodes and just finding every factual error and putting it on INDB
0: That's something that's kind of been grinding my gears the past few days. Are people that just like see a poster, like see something, and just feel obligated to correct it? Yeah. You know? Like, I've seen that with like memes and shit, Mm. where like it's already made. You can't go in and fix a meme if you didn't make it your damn self. Yeah. So, why the fuck are you saying like you didn't use the correct your? It bugs me too. Get over it. Mm.
2: And.
1: Oh, BM Disposals was the name of that. that's oh, what that's it stuff, the that's some potty company. Yeah. Shit Disposals. you. Yep. <laughs> <Funky. laughs>
2: okay. Um, I forgot that James Marsters played Lord Piccolo in Dragon Ball Evolution. Yes, the,
1: I also just came across that little nugget of information. The
2: live Action Dragon Ball and I just want to say James Marsters is probably the best part of that movie. That movie also involves Justin Chatwin. My enemy, yeah. <laughs> Justin Fucking Chatwin. Hey, Justin just Chatwin, if Chatwin. you're
1: listening to this right now, thank you, but also fuck you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just started watching *Guys* uh, Shameless again. He's in that, yes. Yeah, he is.
2: J- Shameless is the only thing I've ever seen Justin Chatwin in that I actually really like. his like what he does in it. He, look, mm. there's no reason for me to hate Justin Chatwin. I'm sure he is a very nice dude and a fi- he's a fine actor. However, I. he is my enemy. I hate him. <laughs> for no for
0: reason. <laughs> oh, no reason? God. I always think of like, I think it's The Invisible is the movie that he's God. in where his body is laying it's like so dead out in the woods. The Invisible is bad. And then, like, he tries to shoot himself, and then, like, it's off-screen and everything, and all you hear is, shit! Or fuck, and I just love it. It's so fucking hilarious. (laughs) It's it's dark as hell, but goddamn, is it funny.
2: I first came across Justin Chatwin in Chum Scrubber, where he plays a total dickbag.
0: The Chum Scrubber?
2: Yeah, it's like, I don't really remember what that is, but I was obsessed with Jamie Bale for, like, a second, and he plays the main character in that it kind of it the Trump Scrubber is like a Donnie Darko knockoff. Ah. Uh, yeah, is the best way I can describe it without like totally remembering the plot. Um So, uh oh, I also like Don t- does them a total solid at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> I loved <throat> that.
2: He I love how
1: Don bailed them out.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Good. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Um, because Maggie tries to kill them, (laughs) uh, by putting coins in their bedroom. I kind of, I kind of hate the fact that we don't see, like, what Maggie would have done. You know what I mean?
0: Well, uh, that's something I can appreciate at times. Yeah. Because, like, the, just the illusion or just, like, the curiosity is sometimes better than whatever they could have shown us. Oh,
1: absolutely.
2: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Maggie would have. Here's what Maggie would have done. Sam starts brushing his teeth, and then suddenly the toothbrush comes to life, sticks itself up his nose, and then takes out his brain. Whoa. Like it's a like it's a mum, mummification. Oh man! And then Dean. I can dig that. Would have opened up another bottle of liquor, started drinking it, but actually it's his kidneys. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> let, let,
0: let me take this okay. one. So he, start, he kicks open his flask and he starts drinking, but he's taking like a, a longer drink than normal. Yeah,
2: like too long. And
0: then he tries to stop and it's stuck to his lips. But the fluid just keeps coming and coming and coming, and eventually he just starts to feel like his insides fill up and he can't breathe.
2: Oh god, that is good.
0: And he just starts to drown from the whiskey filling his insides. Oh Ooh, god. That's ben, is that how you want to
1: die? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that was really specific, <laughs> it's Ben. <a> solid maybe.
2: <laughs> god, I feel like there's so much else I want to mention in this ep- that happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love the little moment where uh, it's after Jenny is, like, eating the cupcakes and, you know, almost bites her heart. And Jenny says, hearts in my cupcake. That's never happened before. Yeah, thank God. Um, <laughs> you have, hey, baking is a delicate process because it's all chemistry and you need to be really careful, which is why people are like, experimenting cooking. Maybe follow the recipe in baking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I understand if she's never had hearts in her cupcakes, but you know, what about clubs or spades <laughs> boo, or diamonds? Hiss, boo. Hiss, 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 <laughs> boo.
2: All I'm saying is if you find a heart in your cupcake, you have gone way off recipe and maybe like take a step back, Picasso. You know what I mean? Like calm, calm down, Emeril. Um, but I also, I also love that while she's freaking out, Dean's like, should I slug her? <laughs> it seems like let's uh let's try a cold glass of water first like i don't know <laughs> um so yeah that was really funny uh oh the art gallery so <sighs> sue is the one who told um uh charisma carpenter maggie that um you know don was cheating on her and she's like, we're going to get through this together because you have people who love you, Maggie, and I'm not going anywhere. And then, bam, a serving tray cuts her fucking head off. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> and Don doesn't fuck around with coins. He's just outside and he flex. <laughs> he flex <laughs> her straight in the neck. Um, she was kind of a bitch. But, like, yeah. she's exactly how I would have been if I found out one of my best friends was being cheated on, to be honest. So. Um, what else? Other moments that just sparkled or we hated? I don't know.
1: Um, honestly, <sighs> I think I aired my grievances with this episode. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was going to predict Maggie's death for sam and dean oh yeah hit us uh because the coin was under a bed right
2: Ooh, yeah, yeah. so
1: they both they both go to bed they wake up it's a normal day they're getting ready to go to the next town and then all of a sudden sam is uh sam is driving and then dean he just like dies out of nowhere and then sam's like what the fuck why did this happen and then he wakes up again and then he's like oh god no <laughs> Oh
2: no, Mystery Spot <laughs> 2.0. <0. laughs> Ooh, I was going to say they both get magic fingers to death.
1: Magic fingers? Oh. Uh. Like they just get vibrated to death?
2: Yeah, I don't know how that would work, okay. but I think that's what happens now. Um, what about... Uh, oh, something we haven't mentioned. So Chet, the Leviathan that did the cheese thing in, in uh, the sec- the third episode... Yeah. Um, The girl next door. He's been stalking them and he's found them. Oh, he also opens up his trunk to reveal a dead body, like early in the episode, because he's talking to his boss and he's like, I just picked up some snacks and there's a dead guy in his trunk. And I was like... Don't open up your trunk in daylight. You're going to have a whole situation on your hands, and you're going to have to like, kill, like, a lot more people. <laughs> Come on, man. This is murder 101. Like, again, you're kind of new at this because it's a brave new world, and y'all have been stuck in pur- purgatory. But, like, get your shit together, dude. Um. But uh, they end this episode. So the second solid that Don does them is he, they're about to get killed by the Leviathan. And then Don comes in, freezes the Leviathan with what must have been a very powerful spell, and then is like, you should put that guy to bottomless pit. That is nasty. And the spell's not going to work for a couple of days. <laughs> and so, Sam and Dean now have a live Leviathan that have chained up, put in the back of the Impala, not the trunk, because that shit is full. And then they're <laughs> driving to Bobby's house so that they can find a way to kill this fucking Thing. And this is the first time that's, that the good guys have caught a break in the fight of, against the Leviathan. Yeah. And this is part of the reason why I would have put this episode later in the season to build up the struggle that they're having the, with the Leviathan a little more. Because you're right, Travis. We haven't seen a lot of them outside of, you know, the second episode except little snippets. Mm-hmm. And... Like, Sam and Dean are even like, what the fuck is this? When Chet shows up and they try to shoot it and it doesn't die. And I kind of wanted to be like, it's the fucking Leviathan. You know, the thing, the whole point of the second episode of the season. (laughs) Hey, do you remember when your, like, best friend died because he'd eaten something that didn't agree with him? And then that thing, those things all swam out of him into a public water supply and then one of the guys, like, destroyed Bobby's house. Do you remember that happening? Because that's that that's what you're dealing with now. Um, so, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think this episode would have been a little bit better if it showed up later in the season. Yeah. But honestly, I'm just even more excited for the next episode. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. Um... Which has one of my favorite episode titles. Uh, but before we get into that, any final comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, realizations, epiphanies, and disasters we need to get into?
0: I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I think we pretty much did it.
2: Is your interest piqued by the end of the episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless...
1: Is the... Uh...
0: It's Pequod arriving at Elsie. It's
2: Pequod. Pequod. Well, Travis, the next episode is called Slash Fiction.
1: Slash Fiction. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ah! I saw when I was done watching the episode, I saw it pop up for a second. I was like flash fiction oh maybe it'll be like a slasher thing no god <laughs> okay. all right sam and dean get to fucking <laughs> <laughs> somehow i knew that's what you were yeah <laughs> i was like that that they're gonna
2: be destiel or wincest and uh here we are <laughs> so. oh
1: that's for the next
2: episode <laughs> <laughs> oh okay that
1: that's for the. That's for the next prediction. Yeah. So.
2: All right. Well, I don't know if that's gonna happen, but if it does, <laughs> we'll talk about it next week on Hey Asbutt.
1: Yeah. Thank you
2: so much for listening. Let us know how you feel about the episode at us on Twitter or Instagram at havecast or check out our Facebook page, Hey Asbutt, a Supernatural podcast. You can also find our website, habcast.com, which has links to all of our social media and our Patreon, which, if you join up for $3 a month, you get access to a bonus show called Let's Shag Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that aren't supernatural. We've had a lot of great episodes from that, and you really should go check it out. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, have fun! And don't die. Bye.
0: nice clapsturbation
2: <laughs> good good claps all around all right yeah all righty